You found it. No nonsense. No scripts. Real people on real issues. Hard hitting and action packed with logic, reason, and common sense. Everything you need and everything you've been looking for in a podcast. This is Dynamic Independence with Johnny Anderson, Bruce Adams, Marty Foster, and GP. Welcome to it. Good day, Bruce. How are you? Healthy and alive. Well, I suppose we should lead off with this, right? The uh, the guilty verdict of uh, the trial in uh, the George Floyd case. So mm-hmm. you got the likes of Biden and Maxine Waters and, of course, Kamala Harris dipping her nose into it, too, about, uh, you know, everybody weighing in on this. You got all the mayors, all the whatever, uh, these uh, people like Nancy Pelosi, the, the House members and everything else coming out, uh, making these disgusting statements. I even heard a clip yesterday of Greg Gutfeld on Fox News talking about how he was happy about the verdict, not because he felt as though he was guilty on all charges, but he was happy because he didn't want to see the riots. You know, um, I, I there was going to be riots either way. Yeah, I, I don't I don't agree with that. I, I don't agree with that. You don't sacrifice a just ruling for the sake of social order. You don't. You don't. You deal with the social disorder instead of ignoring it like we've done for the last 12 months. But what are all the big heads out there saying today, AOC and the rest, what are they saying? Well, it's not enough. It's, it's not enough. doesn't matter what the verdict is. Uh, it's, it's not enough. So a guilty verdict doesn't mean that the system works. Uh, it means the system is fundamentally flawed. Um, and it, you got what you wanted. The, yeah, well, they got what they wanted. But just to be clear on what the charges were, second degree murder, third degree murder, and was it second degree manslaughter, I believe? Uh, it was second degree murder, third degree manslaughter. Oh, third degree manslaughter, that's what it was. So um, did, did they give a time so- frame on how long he's going to be in and prison? S- and something else. Uh, there was there were three charges, uh, and he was found guilty on all three. If he's convicted, or excuse me, if, uh, if he's, well, we already know he's convicted, but uh, if he is given the maximum sentence for each one, it's upwards of 40 years. Effectively life in prison for him, given his age. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The second degree murder charge is 40 years, up to 40 years. Mm-hmm. That alone. Just well, just that. yeah, they'll run them. Yeah, but when they have stuff like when they have stuff like that, they'll run them concurrently. So they won't. Uh, so it was second degree murder, third degree murder and second degree manslaughter is is what's being reported. Uh huh. You know, I, I find it really interesting. The uh, the coroner that pronounced uh, George Floyd and the one that did the autopsy on George Floyd testified that he had 98 percent oxygen saturation in his blood oxygen level. Yeah. Ninety eight percent. In other words, that's normal functioning. Yes. I, I don't know of anybody that's has died of asphyxiation having a 98% blood oxygen level. Well, I, I mean, they would technically die if they had, you know, their heart stopped, for example. True. Black Lives Matter uh, has released a statement after the verdict in the Chauvin trial. They said that we will never be satisfied. I mean, that was made obvious. We've seen protests across the country. Uh, there was protest in Portland again. Uh, they, they were out there protesting. And you, you mentioned Maxine Waters and Biden and all yeah. them that came out. And that's a felony. Yeah. Uh, inciting a riot. Yeah. Well, not only inciting the riot, but they were also intimidating jurors. Yeah, before the actual verdict was handed down when they were in deliberation, yep. which yep. is, by the way, uh, grounds for an appeal. Just saying. 
Uh, and the judge actually even said that, said your yeah. inflammatory rhetoric is going to make oh, an appeal yeah. very easy. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Black Lives Matter activists following the conviction. We are never going to be satisfied. Burn it down. The system is still here. Burn it down. Uh, I believe the judge was saying next week, I think, is the first appeal that he's yeah. able to do. BLM supporter shouted, yes, we can defund the police and maybe one day we will abolish the police. We ain't going to do stuff uh, unless we have control over them. That's why they've been clamoring to federalize the police in the U.S. for many, many years. That is the number one thing right now. We're not going to let these pigs in these buildings have any more control over our lives today. This stuff ends today. Why aren't you saying that about the government that's imposed lockdowns on your way of life? Like in in that respect, I could at least see it in a way. Why, why aren't you talking about that when it comes to the people that want to forcibly vaccinate you and your family? Why, why don't you talk about that? Instead, it's this. You know, I, I looked at some videos yesterday from New York, from Portland, from Minneapolis, from uh, I want to say it was Philadelphia, where, wherever they had all these gatherings and everything. And, you know, they were BLM groups that were walking down the streets, menacing people at sidewalk cafes, New York, especially New York. There was a BLM crowd that gathered outside of an outside restaurant and they were screaming, we don't want any of you people here anymore. Take your white businesses and leave. Now, why do I say that? Because I don't really like to engage in this this divisive politic game because that's just not me, because those are the types of people that are the problem, are the ones that engage in that conversation. But what was interesting about this was all these videos I watched of these <clears throat> BLM marchers, do you know what they were? They weren't even black. They were a bunch of weird white people. You saw a couple of black people in there for the Black Lives Matter march. Okay. I mean, it's a Black Lives Matter march, so I would expect to see that. Instead, it's a bunch of weird white people. There's a weird white person up there leading the chants in the crowd to a bunch of weird white people. How does that make any sense? How does that make any sense? To me, when I see that, when I see that, I think a majority of the black community can see through the nonsense. They see a bunch of weirdo white people out there that are saying, uh, we know better than you. We're going to lead your protests for you because we're trying to liberate you. They, they can see through that. Otherwise, they'd be out there in the protests. So the mere fact that they're not showing up to these shows me, at least what I see on the surface, shows me that they don't buy it. They don't buy it. And they shouldn't. They shouldn't. Personally, uh, the other thing uh, with, with the Chauvin trial, I'll, I'll obviously go on the record saying this. I, I, I think it was... I predicted before it happened that he was going to be guilty and this was all going to be a show trial. After seeing the evidence that was brought forward and the, the verdict that was uh, brought, it's a show trial. There, there is no other conclusion. Second degree murder means he plotted it. It means it was pre-planned. Mm -mm. No, second degree yeah. murder. Second degree murder for for that state, yeah, it's the, oh, for he that had state planned okay. it, yeah. It, first degree would be he planned it and like pre-planned and also got everything ready to do that, right? Murder, right, if you right. Will. Gotcha. So it, yeah. long planning. This one, second degree, means he woke up in the morning and decided I'm going to kill me a black man and went out there and killed a black man. Oh, that that's on. what second degree means, and there is no evidence whatsoever of that. Uh, the second degree or third degree murder, it, it, that one, I still don't think even works because, as you said, uh, a 98% uh, blood oxygen level. Also, uh, the knee on the neck thing that they were saying, What's I've seen the, 
They released yeah, the body I, cam footage at the trial. They released the body cam footage. They purposely held that back until yeah, the trial. Yeah, he didn't have his knee on his neck. Uh, in fact, I've, I've watched multiple uh, YouTubers do knee on the neck for 10 minutes. And it was actually knee on the neck, not knee on the shoulder like uh, Chauvin had. All of them are still alive. And none of them had a dip in their blood oxygen levels. So uh, it just doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't work. It, it does, the, the narrative doesn't fit. Uh, the third degree, uh, the, the, or excuse me, the second degree manslaughter, that one under, uh, because of the officer's negligence, because of the officer's uh, misdoings, um, he inadvertently killed Floyd. Again, was the officer there ensuring that George Floyd injected himself uh, or, or, you know, inhaled the various drugs that he had in his system, fentanyl. And uh, I, I actually don't know how you ingest fentanyl, so uh, forgive me there, but uh, also meth. Um, was the officer there overseeing that or, or any? No, actually, he wasn't. In fact, they were, you, you can't be 100% sure that someone is, is drugged up. It, it was pretty clear he was drugged up, but you don't really know for, for sure, for sure. Uh, until you've done the te- the the proper tests, so well, I went up and I, I went up to take someone into custody. Someone that I've been tracking. I went up to take someone into custody that was on PCP. I didn't know. I didn't. Yeah. Know. So at first, you're not going to know until the you know things escalate, and then oh, he has the strength of ten men. What what's going on here? Well, yeah, he's he's yeah. on drugs. Yeah, that so, was a very interesting. Similar. Night. The protests continued. Uh, a lot of. Uh, a lot of colorful language. Uh, obviously, I can't repeat most of it, but some of them continued to say, we will abolish the police. Yeah, of course, that seems to be their, their marching call. A-cap. We need to go way... Yeah, yeah, ACAP. We need to go way beyond voting at this point. Mm. We need to be coming out here every single day, if that's what it takes, until we get justice for the people that they murdered a week ago that they've already forgotten about. The only reason, once again, that we got this conviction is because we showed up. If we don't keep showing up, and if we don't change the laws and we don't attack this system, every single effing angle we can, we will be here again. Yeah, that that is... Um, so basically, what they've just said and are, are trying to convey to those out there, the protesters, the, the people out there, is that um, we used violence to manipulate change. Let's continue doing that. It worked. I mean, oh, yeah. the, that, that's the other problem with this, the, 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 all three counts being guilty. Uh, they, they caved to the mob. I mean, the evidence showed. It, yeah, it, this this was a, a tough one to do. I don't think you would have been able to get a juror. Not true, actually. Uh, it would have been difficult to find jur, uh, jurors to uh, rule accurately on this. I think because every one of them knew that if I vote or or I rule that he's innocent. I'm going to have protesters on my doorstep. I'm going to, you know, they're going to burn my house down. They're going to attack my family or whatnot. And CBS. It was made- CBS. You talked about it yesterday after we went offline. Yeah. CBS was doxing the jurors. Yeah. yeah. CBS, ABC, all, all of CNN even did a piece on TV talking about various points about the people. So the, the, the jurors themselves are supposed to, they're not supposed to watch news or any media or anything during the time that the, during this whole time. Um, according to you know the the instructions of the judge, the problem is is their family members will be watching, and if the family members seen it, it's not hard to shoot a text over to them or something, you know. So 
this was this was all I, I can't use the words I want to use to say how messed up this entire system this mm-hmm. went down. People seem to think that we're still living in the America that has a fair and impartial justice system. No, we're not. The day that um well uh, I was going to pull something out from uh, Obama era, but it goes back even further than that. Um, if you look at the stuff that the politicians have done in the past, how they've just um, the insider trading we've been talking about here recently uh, on the recent front, that's illegal. If you and I did that, we would go to jail. Yeah, they, they, it's and fine. we should they get away with it. And we should go to jail if we did something like that. Agreed. So now uh, Chauvin is on uh, suicide watch, max security, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Frankly, uh, if he wanted to commit suicide, that's I, that's his choice, in my opinion. But. He, uh, I I want him on suicide watch because Epstein. Epstein I mean, didn't kill himself though. That that's my point. If you if you've um, uh, typically we don't promote other shows on here, but Stephen Crowder did a really good take on Epstein killing himself. They actually he put a neck brace on and showed you how much force he would had to have exerted to break his neck and the, the amount of force that he was able to produce wasn't enough to break the three bones in his neck that um, Epstein broke with paper sheets. So it, it could not have been an, a, a self-inflicted wound. It, in other words, he was he was killed. And, you know, There's the, no other. Well, it, what I find fascinating about that whole situation was, is that the material he used to hang himself, I'm doing the air quotes, to, to hang himself, mm-hmm. they were so strong, they actually took out the video system that was monitoring where he was yeah. being housed at the time. Yeah. And incapacitated the guards that were all there right. watching as well. Right. Yeah. 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 And- uh, he also could not have hung himself in the sense of from the ceiling, for example. He would have had to have tied it to the bed frame and pushed himself off the bed frame, like and using his own body force. It's insanity. It's insanity. It's just crazy, right? This world has gone absolutely insane. This world's gone insane. These governments have gone insane. They've all gone insane. There's a reason they've gone insane, though, because they're not our governments anymore. You still think that they are. That's the confusion. You still believe that these governments are working of, for, and by the people. Oh, no, they're not. Man tests Pepsi Max, milk, and mango chutney for COVID. And guess what? All positive. All positive. Well, I mean, that's... uh you know, now that this uh, Chauvin stuff is over, which it's not going to be over, the Justice Department's going to be investigating the Minneapolis Police Department's uh, uh, policing practices. And then uh, they're going to probably shift narrative, if, as we've talked about, and from this back to COVID or climate change, one of the two or both. Yeah, well, they're going to shift. They're going to shift. They're going to shift to climate change, I believe. That's I mean, you've got the French president, Emmanuel Macron, was out talking the other day about it on uh, CBS's Face the Nation uh, in the U.S. Of course, that clip has since been deleted. You've got uh, a big climate summit coming up. You got the likes of Greta Thunberg coming back out, you know, lecturing everyone about what they should do with climate and vaccine diplomacy and all the rest of it. Yeah, that. So uh, we'll get into that here in just a minute. But I want to talk about insanity for just a minute. Insanity. There is a group out there that has done something called the insanity rap. And I want to go down some of the most insane things that we're seeing right now. Now, the question that they lead with here is who hates America more? Is it protesters in Iran or is it protesters in Minnesota? It's a good question. It's a really good question. Because if you were to look at the protesters in Minnesota, I would argue that they're more radical 
And they're actually boots on the ground in America, whereas the protesters in Iran are not. However, they do carry the same message, right? They both hate the American system. So when you see the term death to America, you know how they spray paint that everywhere, you know, death to America, but it's America with a K. You notice that it's never America with a C. It's always America with a K because the Soviet spelling of that was America with a K. Same thing when you look at it in foreign languages. America is always spelled with a K. It's not spelled with a C. There's also it's also partly a meme as well. The the America. It, uh, yeah, that's the, a, but that's with a C though, isn't it? Actually, it might be a C because it's a softer. Yeah, it probably is. You're you're probably right now that I think about it. So there's some, now this is all over the map, right? This is this is crazy stuff. So they talk about all kinds of crazy stuff. Well, I mean, they they talk about some COVID stuff. They talk about the riots. They talk about even stuff like this. Then you tell me that some of this stuff that's going on. You tell me that this world has not lost its damn mind. Okay. Sex robots may sell in-app purchases during intercourse. <laughs> I've heard of advertising before based on your preferences, but this is next level, right? This is next level. Now, we know that these things are, are they even gaining in popularity? I mean, there's something about this I just find weird. I just find it strange, but I'm seeing more and more stories about these things. But we all know I what would. this is part of, though. This is part of the depopulation thing. That, that's, that factors into it, too. Just like the, you know, the porn that's available everywhere and uh, this uh, uh, Planned Parenthood and all that stuff. It, it's all part of that uh, depopulation agenda. So sex robots play into that. And the only, uh, normally I don't talk about these things, but this is something that plays into the agenda that we're seeing, isn't it? You talk about depopulation agendas. We're talking about COVID, too. COVID's part of that. The whole thing is is mixed in together. This plays a part in that. But this stuff, I, I just I, I find these things just creepy. Okay. They're they're just creepy. I, I don't know what it is. It's just they're they're just weird. And and I see that there's movies and stuff about them, you know, like the surrogates and you know, with Bruce Willis that was a few years back. And then uh there's other ones. I think they did one called uh, artificial intelligence or or AI or whatever it was quite a while ago. So like these things, they're just, it, I don't know what it is, man. It's just creepy. It's just creepy. And they're, they're getting more and more lifelike. So I don't, I don't know that they're, they're gaining in popularity necessarily because they aren't on the market, but they're gaining in popularity as just like, a, it fits the narrative, as you were saying, for the depopulation and, and whatnot. But it also fits a narrative of the younger generations are noticing this, uh, like college age, um, the dating scene is not um it's not great uh the, the pool you have to choose from is is a bit problematic i get it i mean um, look how stupid these kids are right i understand i understand i mean if i was honestly if i was around one of these it doesn't even necessarily have to be a college kid but if i was around one of these people that i wanted to strike up a conversation with let's just say just in casual conversation right because sometimes you do that you know hey how you doing you know it's what do you think what's going on blah 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 if I can't engage someone in an intelligent conversation about things that actually matter, and it's not just things that matter to me, it's things that matter to what we see in the world. If I get the feedback from that person of identity, whatever, identity politics or uh, wokeness or, or any of this stuff, I, I'm just going to shake my head and walk away. I'm not even going to engage that person because you can't. Even if you agree with the, even if you agree with that ment mentality or that that narrative, it's still difficult because, um, for example, what happens if it's a consensual relationship and it goes awry, um, or or the the relationship ends or on a bad note or whatever? You run the risk of being me tooed. You run the risk of being expelled from your university or college simply on allegations. Uh, you run the risk of losing your job on allegations. No evidence, no proof, no nothing. In fact, you have the text messages and emails that clear you. 
doesn't matter. Uh, so it, it makes it more dangerous in that sense. So I can understand, hey, you, you, you have a, a quote unquote relationship and no strings attached. Sounds pretty appealing for the, the, the coming up generation that, um, you know. I mean, I guess. OK, but can you imagine, though, you're being sold an ad in the middle of it? Yeah, that's going to get um, modded out pretty quick. Uh, if that's a, honestly. Yeah. Can you give me a root kit for my uh, uh, for my Jezebel bot, please? Yeah. Yes. Can you do yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. The, our generation especially does not like ads. That, that's one of the reasons that many of the streaming services. Well, not just streaming services, but uh, uh, cable television, and whatnot is doing so poorly. Don't like ads. You can get an ad blocker for your your web browser or whatnot and watch whatever you want to watch without ads. Everybody does it. The, 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 I don't see why ads are so, uh, I don't know, it's still so prevalent because it doesn't it doesn't work. When was the last time you bought something on an ad? You know, I actually, I, I want to say that I think I've only done that, that I can recall. I think I've only done that once that I actually bought something on an ad. And the only reason that I that I bought something on it because of that ad was because I was already researching it in the first place. So I was already looking at it. So I didn't need to be convinced. If I want to go buy something, then I have the wherewithal enough to go out and buy something myself. I can do my own research on that product. I always have. I've always done that. Even before the days of social media and, and all the craziness we see now, I was always the kind of person that would go out and find these products myself. I would go to a store and I would test them. I would look at them. I would actually hold that product in my hand and I would decide whether or not that was something that I wanted. And then I would make my purchase or not. Yeah, same here. I mean, it, you would also, you know, you're looking at something and uh, if you knew a family member or a friend who owned it, talk to them about it. See how they like it. You know, you, you talk to people that own it. I have bought uh, something from an ad. It was actually a mattress and I still have the mattress and still quite enjoy it. But other than that, there hasn't been anything. Everything that I purchase, I research, I, I dig into. So even if I see it on an ad, I'll compare it with other things and find, you know, if I, that means I'm already looking for the object anyway, whatever it is. So ads don't do any, it doesn't do any good, uh, in my opinion. Uh, I'll, I'll, if you're doing adequate like coverage of it, for example, like uh, if I can find it on Amazon or I can find it on Newegg or whatever, whatever other site that I use to, to shop. If you're on there, I'll find you. And if you have a good product, that means uh, you're going to be high up on the reviews and whatnot. So I don't know. It's I research all the stuff. So right. So let's look at some COVID data, right? Because that's part of the insanity too, right? Let's look at some COVID data. Okay. So there's a chart another, here. Real quick, another reason the sex bots are going to do so well is exactly that uh, COVID or COVID. COVID-20, COVID-21, whatever, uh -huh. whatever the next next disease thing. COVID-2029 is going to be the last one. And then there won't be a COVID-2030 uh, because we'll be in, you know, the, the Great Reset in 2030. So still the trends could still continue even after that, though. Well, that's to, true. To yeah. Keep the populace. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. by then we'll have a digital currency and all that. So, yeah. 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 There's a chart that they've put out here. Uh, they look at COVID-19 cases by state. So let's look at the top 15. If you had to pick the top state in the U.S. with the highest number of COVID-19 cases, what would you pick? Uh, I would either pick uh, New York, New Jersey or Michigan. None of which are correct. California yeah. would be the highest number of cases. And of course, they have imposed the strictest lockdowns in the country, second only to the states that you mentioned, mm -hmm. New York, New Jersey and Michigan. And the Texas. only reason those states are doing well is because they've 
or yes. they're doing better than California is they've reduced their restrictions, ironically. Yeah. yeah. Texas uh, also had a very high number of cases. Same thing with Florida. They had a high number of cases. Now, let's look. Now, you say cases. OK, fine. Yeah, cases. Let's look at the top 15 states for deaths, shall we? Number one, California. They had 59,768. New York would be the next one with the highest number of deaths. 51,219. Well, gee whiz. Those are the two most strict, uh, had the most strict lockdowns, huh? Uh, and then, of course, followed up by uh, Texas and Florida uh, with 48,588 and 34,439. However, I'm looking at those deaths. I want to know what the comorbidities were. That's what I want to know. I mm-hmm. want to know, were those strictly COVID deaths or were those comorbidities? That's what I want to know. And give me the health conditions of those individuals. Were they overweight? Did they have an obesity problem? Were they smokers? Did they have diabetes? Any of that stuff? That's what I want to know. That's what I want to know. Were they healthy individuals? States by population, top 15. Now I want it now tell me. Okay, I'm gonna list the I'm gonna list the first five states. Okay. Now let, let me back up here a little bit. Let me circle back. Let me go up here to the cases again. Okay. The top five states. Okay, we got top 15. Let's look at the top five. California, Texas, Florida, New York, and Illinois. Okay, those are your top five with the highest number of COVID cases. All right. Top five states with the highest number of deaths, COVID-19 deaths, California, New York, Texas, Florida, and Pennsylvania. Okay. Now let's look at the states by population. Let's look at the top five there. California, Texas, Florida, New York, and Pennsylvania. Do we see a pattern here? The higher your population, the higher the number of cases, the more deaths you're going to have. Interesting how they played it. You know, one thing that we didn't do through all of this, we didn't examine, and this is a, this is a, this is a fantastic point. And that, by the way, they do this through the top 15. These are the same top 15 states all the way through. They, they kind of switch places here and there, but they all pretty much line up with the top 15 states. One thing that we didn't do through this entire pandemic, we didn't actually, we actually didn't do this. We didn't look at the state populations and compare that to the number of cases and examine that against the number of deaths. We didn't do that. And they did that here. And they took the top 15 of cases in the country. They took the top 15 states. They took the top 15 states for deaths. And they took the top 15 states for populations. Guess what? They're all the same. Interesting. Interesting. The same as in... Uh, They're all they listed. They're all listed. Like, there's not any states that are out of... Like, they, they switch places. You'll have a couple little switch places here and there. But more or less, the higher the state's population, the higher no- the number of cases you had, the more deaths you had. So they played it by population by state. Is it within norms for those states, though, from other years? That's the other thing. Uh, that That's the other thing. If you look at some of these, they say that uh, one last thing to note, more complicated than a list of the top 15 states by population with estimates no older than July of 2019. The only thing remarkable about these three charts is how few differences there are between them. Yeah. Despite widely different responses to the COVID-19 pandemic. See, they all did different things. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Contagions can be contagious and common sense backed up by an entire year's worth of data is insanity. Yeah, as this insanity has been uh, has been shown. But they say that pretty much anything here, if you look at all this stuff, that like this is actual data. This is all science-based data. This is stuff they don't want people talking about. This right here. Uh, well, that's get, fascinating how they did banned. that. Yeah. You get yeah, you banned get... on YouTube and Facebook and Twitter for talking about this. Yeah. If you, if you mention, make mention that um, whether you lock down or not, you had the same statistics as 
states that did or didn't like if they, if you talk about that all being the same then you're spreading misinformation and you're canceled yeah but if you look at some of these states a lot of these states did different things so california new york and michigan they locked down hard didn't they hell they're still locked yeah. down texas florida didn't do that their numbers didn't move so look at the numbers and that's that's another that's another number that we could possibly mix into this. We should actually take these three charts and see what we can do with them. Uh, but we could actually look at those three charts and we can compare them to the state's normal death count. But I don't think we have to do that because if we were to look at the reports put out by the CDC before they pulled them down, they had them published on their website for about a day of how many deaths we actually had in the U.S. in 2020, in 2019. And in 2018, all the way back, actually, GP pulled them all the way back to the 90s. And guess what? The death counts in the U.S. were higher in years prior than what they were during COVID. So I bet the state's numbers for COVID-19 deaths, I bet they were actually higher in previous years than what you would have. Because if the CDC statistics show that to be correct, then that would take into account these states as well. Because they were looking at it from a national standpoint. Now, here's the next piece of insanity. Bruce, do you trust Dr. Fauci? <laughs> I trust him to lie to me. <laughs> you trust him to lie to you? Fauci is trusted by 85% of Biden voters and only 14% of Trump voters. That's weird. Uh, honestly, if, if you think about it, who was it that empowered Fauci all of last year? Trump. And yet his supporters, who are supposed to be mindless drones, might I add, they don't support Fauci. Interesting. Or vaccines. Or vaccines, which is still pushed by Trump. Yeah. Uh, and I, I wish I really wish he would stop doing that. The Economist put out a poll and they polled April 10th through the 13th. They pulled they pulled 1500 U.S. adult citizens. Trust in medical advice. Target Anthony Fauci. How much do you trust medical advice from each of the following officials? And he was the only one listed. <laughs> so it's a pretty straightforward question. Yeah, pretty straightforward mm -hmm. poll. Mm hmm. Uh, so they go down through it. There's a lot of numbers here. I'm not going to go down through. Um, but basically, they they just showed that uh, overall, I mean, they, they they have like five different categories here. And then, there, of course, there's one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven. There's seven different uh, independent categories from that based on the totals, the number of people that are registered voters, who voted in 2020, who they voted for, what their party ID is and all that stuff. So they examined all of that. And the data shows overall that 85 percent of people that trust Dr. Anthony Fauci, who, by the way, is responsible for this entire thing, shows that they are Biden voters and 14 percent were Trump voters. Hmm. Interesting. But I, I think that may also play into the fact that we were talking about yesterday when you look at the, uh, the, the graph of the chart that was released by New York Times talking about, well, New York Times posted a, a, an article about it, but it was uh, really done by uh, one of the polling agencies. The name's eluding me. Uh, I just had the website up here yesterday. Anyway, maybe it was Gallup, I think. Anyway, that showed that 41% of Democrats believe that if you catch COVID, 50% or more of the time, you're going to be hospitalized. Gallup poll put out by the New York Times, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a Gallup poll and the New York Times post, yeah, did an article. 41%. Uh, there was only a small fraction of, of Democrats that believe the actual numbers which is uh, if you catch COVID, it's a one to 5% chance that you're going to be hospitalized. And in reality, it's something like 2% or a little bit lower. And I, I'm wanting to say it was under 5% that believed that for the Democrats. And of Republicans, I, I'm, I'm wanting to say it was 25 to 30% believed the 50% the margin. Uh, so slightly less 
10% less, but nonetheless, there, there's, a, there's a difference there. So I'm wondering if, if that might have something to do with the fact that they do or don't believe Fauci. It is entirely possible. But as if that wasn't enough insanity, AOC's back out. She's reintroduced her Green New Deal to fundamentally transform the U.S. economy. We did a two-part podcast. Myself, Bruce, and GP did one on the Green New Deal. And I was telling Bruce last week, I said, we need to go back and do that again. We need to do a refresher on it. I still have the legislation around here somewhere. It's been a while. I think it's been a f- almost three years since we did that one. So uh, that was actually one of our very first ones because we were covering it all the way back then when everybody just thought that it was some crazy conspiracy theory. But here it is. She's back out. It's a 14-page document. It's not that long, but it's not really a plan about the economy. It's not about a green future. I'll tell you what it is. It's a plan to end capitalism and institute socialism. That's what it is. That's exactly what it is. So congressional Democrats, of course, now that they don't have any roadblocks in their way, funny enough, led by Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Senator Ed Markey, reintroduced the Green New Deal on Tuesday, which is a sweeping progressive piece of legislation designed to fundamentally transform the U.S. economy and end capitalism while promoting racial, economic, and climate justice. Mostly racial and economic. Yeah, yeah. Very, very little to do with climate. Very, very little to do with it. Of course, it does say that every single structure in the U.S. will have to be completely demolished and rebuilt to conform to the Green New Standards, uh, excuse me, the Green New Deal, which is the same thing. Not only do we refuse to leave any community behind, but those who have been left behind come first, she said at a news conference. We're going to transition to a 100% carbon-free economy that is more unionized, more just, more dignified, and that guarantees more health care and housing than we ever have before. That's our goal. Sounds to me like you're promoting a pie-in-the-sky promise. You know who else was promoting a pie-in-the-sky promise? Guy by the name of Karl Marx. He was promoting a pie-in-the-sky promise. Look how many people that's killed. Bernie Sanders was promoting a pie-in-the-sky promise to everybody. Of course, you don't need Bernie Sanders anymore because the pandemic made Bernie Sanders irrelevant. Out of control spending. Bankrupting us. Sending us rocketing to the poorhouse. How do these people... How I shouldn't even ask this question because it's her that's promoting it. Because this is where the phrase, how do you pay for it? Well, you just do. This was estimated to cost $100 trillion to implement. $100 trillion. And you know, they're talking about spending $10 trillion on the next spending bill. That's on deck. You haven't heard about that yet. You thought $4 trillion was bad? Oh, they got $10 trillion in the pipe. That's coming. You're going to transition to a 100% carbon-free economy. How are you going to do that? How on earth are you going to do that? Are you not going to have any people? Hello, lady. We're carbon-based life forms, or didn't they teach you that in bartending school? We exhale carbon dioxide. You fool. Another interesting thing, we we talked about it here on the exclusive a little bit, going over graphene and that kind of thing. Uh, You know, graphene is carbon-based. That's carbon. Hello. That 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 is the that's what that, see that's it that's it that's why there's a war on it because they don't control it they can't control that they can't control that do you know why they can't control graphene because we can make it they can't control that they can't control the production of it they can't control the issuance of it they can't control how it's used that's why there's a war on carbon does it make sense now see they tried about 20 years ago I remember them actually doing this the UN actually tried to figure out ways to tax the sun. I know that sounds insane, but that's who we're dealing with here, okay? These people are insane. They're crackpots. They, they have these lunacy theories about uh, carbon and, and whatever. It's just like they're so 
They're so indoctrinated that they don't even see reality anymore. We all know that they're disconnected from reality, but the sun was just too much over the top. So they decided, okay, we're going to go after carbon. Why would they tax carbon? Why would they regulate carbon? Why? Well, a couple of reasons. First and foremost, it's our industry. The underpinnings of our economies are based on carbon, coal, fossil fuels, right? Carbon, any kind of natural gas. The output of that is, or the byproduct of that is what? It's carbon. So it allows them to tax, regulate, and control industry. But that's only part of it. The other part of it is life. As I said, we are carbon-based life forms. We exhale CO2. It then gives them a green light, no pun intended, to tax, regulate, and control all aspects of life itself. That's why they picked carbon. Farming. Farming needs uh, carbon. The plants yep. require it to survive. So. What How better are you way run? to control that? Yeah, they, you know, they're talking about outlawing uh, uh, internal combustion engines, right? So all fossil fuels will be illegal, according to Biden, by like, what, what did he say, 2025? Uh, yeah, 2025, 2030, somewhere in that range. Okay, well, yeah, one, one of these within the next nine years. Okay, so that we know. How on earth are you going to fuel farm implements? How are you going to fuel farm equipment with solar? Explain that to me. Even if you had... And I saw that I saw them do the math on this one time. Even if you even if you had solar panels on top of a uh, whatever in the hell, a combine harvester, do you know how big the solar panel would have to be to get that combine harvester to actually run and do a day's worth of work out in a field? The solar panel itself would have to be something like I think it was like 800 feet by 800 feet. It was massive. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. These people are insane. They're crackpots. Totally feasible. Yes, totally feasible. Uh, Senator Markey urged Biden to be willing to go further to address climate change. Well, see, yeah, you're not going far enough. It's never enough. It's never enough. Just like COVID, it's never enough. We're going to be calling for the highest aspirations that our country can reach. We want to go big, even bigger. Oh, is that as big as Boris Johnson's going to go? Are you going to try and outdo him? Have you seen what he's going to be doing? He announced his plan today. As a matter of fact, you've already got people like Marty kicking off about it when I posted it. Boris Johnson's green dream has been announced. He pledges the world's most ambitious climate change target. Well, what's he going to start with? Oh, he's going to cut back meat eating to three times a week. You're only going to be able to buy meat three times a week in the UK. You're going to have daily measures of milk. They're going to tell you how much milk you're going to drink. Eventually, it'll be none. And you're going to have electric cars. Boris Johnson pledged to cut back on emissions that could cost every house. Listen to this. Every household in the UK, 10,000 pounds. The Independent Climate Change Committee that has been put together has advised spending 50 billion on low carbon investments to cut emissions by 78 percent by 2035. What is the championing line for climate change that comes out of the Davos group. Oh, uh, meat will be a treat and not a staple. Do you know why they're trying to regulate that? A couple of reasons. One is because Bill Gates has all of his investments in 3D printed food. Okay, that's the first thing, which only have about a single digit market share at the moment. When I say single digit, I'm talking literally single digit, one to two percent. So he will have the majority market share in artificial steaks, in artificial meats. And so the farmland to grow it. And the far Well, no, I, honestly, I think it's something else with that. I honestly, I, I believe something else. I think the reason that he's got so much farmland is because he's not going to grow anything on it. Could be. Yeah, could could be. But what else? The World Economic Forum says what? Um, you're going to eat insects? Yeah, as a, as a source of protein? No, you're not going to eat meat. See, when they talk about getting rid of meat, they're not talking about just getting rid of red meat. No, that's not what they're talking about. They're talking about no meat at all. None. 
zero. You won't have it. Meat is essential in the human diet. It's essential. We get essential nutrients out of animal products that we can't get anywhere else. We can supplement to an extent, but nothing's going to be as good as what you can actually get. It's also key in cognitive development when you're growing up. Same thing with milk. If you don't have this, then you develop deficiencies when you're growing up. Therefore, you never achieve a certain level of intelligence and you can never mount a resistance back and fight back against these scum. See, they have to control what you ingest. They have to change your diet to what they want. See, it's about control with them. It's not about giving you something better. Tell me something. Tell me something. Tell me anything that any of these horrible, horrible policies, tell me something about them that is actually going to make your life better. Tell me. Is it going to be the artificial food? Is that going to be better? Is that going to be more more nutritious? Is it going to be the electric car that's not going to get you anywhere? Is it going to be the social score that's going to allow you to um, conform and not allow you to think? I mean, what what is it? Is it going to be the fact that you're going to own nothing and you're going to be happy about it like you're being forced to? You're going to eat bugs? You're going to... I mean, what, what, what is it? What is it about that supposed utopia that they're selling you that is so wonderful? What is it? Explain to me how anybody would be happy in that. It sounds to me... An awful lot to me like you'd be walking around in the most hollow, boring existence that you could ever imagine. Everyone's wearing the same boring gray pajamas like they're wearing in North Korea, the party members. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's wearing that same stuff like the days of Chairman Mao. You're not driving. That's the thing I have about electric cars. You're not driving these autonomous cars. You're not experiencing what it's like to drive something. You're not experiencing that that relationship between man and machine and appreciating the engineering that went into that that's allowing you to have that bit of excitement. Yeah, you're excited about something. You're happy about something. You're fulfilled about something. You don't get that with any of this. You don't. What? They're, they're working on... Bill Gates was working on something to block out the sun. You need sunlight, you dumbass. What's wrong with these people? That Like, this is... These people are so like th- th- this is the part right here that, that really gets me. We're not the ones that are damaged here. Everything in these mainstream media messages and social media messages is about your bad, your carbon footprints, bad, your disease, your dirty, your disgusting. No, 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 no. It's not us. It's reprojection. It's them. They're the damaged ones. They're the stunted ones. They're the morally bankrupt ones. They're the degenerates. They're the losers. We're not the losers. We're the winners. We can outcompete them. We can out-engineer. We can innovate. We can build. These are not builders. So now that that's been introduced, the Green New Deal, Greta Thunberg's back out. We played a clip here yesterday. Emmanuel Macron's calling for a or he's out talking about the climate disaster that we're now faced with, right? We played the clip of that two days ago. So what's next? There's a climate summit coming up. There's going to be 40 heads of state there. 40. Now, it's going to be hosted by Joe Biden because apparently he knows exactly where he's at. He's going to host 40 heads of state. He can't even pick up the phone and make a phone call to Vladimir Putin to stop this insanity that's going on in Eastern Europe. Maybe it's more of a hosting as in, I'll provide you with the location and the food and the, you know, that not necessarily hosting as in presenting and. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So funny enough, they announced that deal, that Green New Deal, right? There's a reintroduction of that. And then right after that, they say, oh, we're going to 
have this climate summit with uh, 40 world leaders. But see, Joe Biden is going to host it, but he's not going to be the one that's going to be administrating that meeting. And this kind of goes without saying, because, I mean, if you're going to have 40 heads of state talking about the climate and being advised on the climate, I can't think of a more enlightened person that you would have at this meeting other than Bill Gates. Uh, he's he's going to be the one that's going to be administering this because, I mean, he he seems to be the, uh, you know, the climate expert, the world's most powerful doctor, according to Google. I'm not joking. If you Google his name, if you Google who's the world's most powerful doctor, he comes up. I'm not joking. Guy that, quite frankly, uh, doesn't have a degree in anything, dropped out of college. He's apparently some genius because he stole a computer and a mouse and and tore it apart. I, I, mean, I don't know. Uh, he will be given a platform this week to address 40 heads of state in a climate summit. 40 heads of state. I would argue he's pulling the strings in all these countries anyway. Gates also is a renowned climate expert, of course, of course, because he's selling his book about it, right? He's, he's selling a new book on it. He'll be the keynote speaker at the virtual summit, right? Because, you, I mean, COVID, you, you just can't, you can't risk it, right? You can't risk it. Uh, this is going to begin on Thursday. So it'll be starting today, which is, well, tomorrow for us, but yeah. And will be attended by French President Emmanuel Macron, because, I mean, he was just out a couple of days ago. So, I mean, we, yeah, we got to invite him, of course. And UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson, he'll be there as well, because he's unveiled a new uh, climate initiative as, as well. I mean, it's, it's sweeping things. So, of course, you've got to have Biden there to host it because the U.S. has now reintroduced the Green New Deal, right? They've got to lead the way. They've got to lead the way. And of course, you're going to have the, the French president there. You're going to have the UK prime minister there. He's, he's going to be there. So see, this is what I told the guys over in the UK. I said you know, they, they were jumping for joy and they were all happy and everything when they uh, when they left uh, the EU. I said, <laughs> you didn't leave. I said, they're not. I, I told everybody, I said, when that vote happened all those years ago, I started laughing and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're leaving. I said, they're not going to let you leave. They're not going to let you leave. And they said, oh, yeah, we voted to leave. And I said, I, I told all of them the same thing. I said, explain this to me. How are they going to let you vote for something to get out of you didn't vote to get into? How's that going to work? Boris Johnson comes along, right? Man on a white horse. Yeah. Going to get you out, right? Get it done. Yeah. Isn't that what the slogan was? Get it done. Well, he got it done. All right. And you got did. <laughs> to use a, to use a southern uh, phrase there yeah you got did the biggest bait and switch i've ever seen okay so uh the plan of the green new deal of course is uh going to be a uh, putting forth green initiatives in an effort to transition to a 100% carbon free economy as well as meeting a 100% of power demand from zero emission energy sources like wind and solar how's that working out for the people in texas how's that working out for them how's that working out for the people of germany when they turned their coal fire plants back on to save themselves from freezing to death. Texas almost had another incident where they didn't have enough power again because of the uh, uh -huh. going green. Yeah. Uh, this yeah. was, was it last week, I think? Yeah. yeah. You know something, it's oddly enough, when that happened, the, the person that took the reins on that issue about the wind and solar failure, the person that took the, the reins on that was surprising. It was Bill Gates because... He was explaining how they just didn't do it properly. Uh, you know, the northern states, they did it right. The, the, you know, the southern states, they just didn't do it. Uh, they didn't have enough. Yeah, they didn't have enough. Solar. Yeah, that's, mm -hmm. that's what it was. They didn't have enough. Mm -hmm. So some critics of this have warned that it will collapse an already stretched economy while handing the government total control over all aspects of society. That's what it's designed to do. It's what it's designed to do. It's not meant to make your life better. It's not meant to work. It's meant to create stagnation, depression, and collapse. It's meant to make you quit. No, it's meant to make a more equitable society for you. You know, I mean, it's yeah. for the greater good, right? It's it's. This is something else of of this Green New Deal that uh, that is being included this time, and this is something that goes back pre 
Green New Deal. This goes back to the Obama era. We were seeing this, and I think we even talked about this a little bit. Uh, Rand Paul is, has come out and made this point, and I don't see anyone else doing it. And this is an extremely important point. We did discuss it. You brought it up, uh, Bruce, at the time we were discussing it. Senator Rand Paul also noted the initiative lays out plans to form a civilian climate corps youth army that will be trained to follow government mandates. Yep. There's your Hitler youth of the new age. There's your red guards. There's your red brigades. Bernie was proposing that uh, when he was running for president. He was proposing a, a, a similar um, system, if you will, or, or organization. Um, so this was, I, I believe that was pre-Green New Deal. That was uh, the 2016 election, I think, is when when he was proposing that. Uh, just if you're wondering here, just a little backstory on uh, on Bill Gates. Uh, he's put millions into uh, geoengineering research, uh, into that blotting out the sun thing that we were, uh, or blocking out the sun thing that you were talking about. Uh, he spent at least $4.6 million to, uh, to the lead researcher on Scopex, Harvard Applied Physics scientist David Keith on that particular thing. Uh, he was also recently lauded as the man to save the world and help the planet reach zero carbon emissions in a report filed by Wired magazine. Gee, I wonder if he paid for that report. Now, you might be asking, well, what's he doing in his own lifestyle to help reduce his carbon footprint? What, what's he doing? What, what's he doing? Does he practice what he preaches? Does he live carbon neutral life? Does he? I mean, that's a that's a fair point, right? It's a good question. So, just if you were wondering, uh, Gates owns four private jets and a collection of Porsches, which are kept in his sixty-six thousand square foot mansion. If you were wondering, if you were wondering, well, see, he's he's um, he's an important person, right? He he has to have those things to go out and fight climate change. You see, um, he he has to uh, right. be exempt from those rules. Well, people like him don't have a choice. You're you're right, you're right. right. Where, right. where are my manners? People like him, I mean, they, they just don't have that option. Yeah, they, they, they just don't have... Of course, that's what John Kerry said in Iceland when he was there for a climate summit. People like yeah, him just don't have that option. Yeah. I mean, you know, don't, don't worry about masks or, or uh, you know, any of those things, let alone the, the emissions that you, you produce by having multiple personal jets or uh, cars. I mean, the, the amount of energy you're using for a 66,000 square foot location just one well, of that's them. just that's just one i mean we yeah we also talked about i think it was in philadelphia just off the i want to say it was off the i want to say it was outside of philadelphia you bought like a 34 million dollar mansion last year right I mean, on the beach it's, it's just pocket change for them but the the amount of like seriously because you you're, you're talking about the water the electric so okay yeah they they could go geothermal but it, depending on the location but then you, you want to do solar the amount of damage that does to the environment to produce the solar panels, let alone when those solar panels are, you know, the, the lifespan of those are, are, are done, how are you going to recycle them? So no, it's not green. He's not. He's not. You know, with all of these things that he owns, uh, Americans are now, and quite frankly, the world uh, with the Great Reset, we're being told that uh, owning private property is not going to be a thing uh, in the future. You're not allowed to own anything. It's going to be illegal. Well, but I mean, he has. Except for them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he's got, what is it, like 270 something thousand acres of uh, farmland, I think it is. Yeah. He's mm -hmm. the biggest. Mm -hmm. He is. He's the single largest owner of private farmland in America, according to Forbes. And at the same time, he's lecturing everybody about how beef farming is killing the planet. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. You know, when you when you when you go into it, um, I think we've kind of mentioned it before. GP's mentioned it before, uh, but it, it bears repeating here. 
when you take into consideration the digestibility of the red meats and the like eggs and those sorts of things, and then you take into account the amount, if you wanted to go green, vegetarian, whatever, you wanted to get away from meats, when you take all those into account, the amount of vegetable proteins you have to consume to equal out the same proteins you would get from beef and eggs and those sorts of things, you're going to be using anywhere from two to three times the land to produce the foods to, to equal each other out. So, I mean, we, we need those meats just as much as the the, the, the vegetables. It, it, yeah. It's a, it's a balanced diet. It, it just, it is. So, I don't know. It's okay, Bruce, just take a vaccine, right? He'll get, he'll make a vaccine for meat instead of meat. You don't need red meat. He'll just make a vaccine for it. Quick question, just real quick on, on the end. Obviously, being a Christian, I don't fully believe this, but I, I have to pose the question nonetheless. Being as we evolve, uh, over millions of years, and our diets have been the same more or less for the last however long humans have been around. Was it hundred thousand years or so? However, however long it's been that humans have walked the earth, our, our diets have pretty much been the same. Now we would have evolved into that over hundreds of thousands of years from the the various you know the the uh, sapiens we evolved from. How is it all of a sudden we're going to have some? elected official telling us we're going to take we're going to change our diets that we've been consuming for the last 100,000 years and within a couple of years we're going to change that just looking at it from an evolutionary standpoint what kind of damage is that going to cause us long term uh, if you're looking at an evolutionary stance like you have to evolve the systems if you will in your body to produce the materials the the proteins the the amino acids all that like you can't just overnight change something like that and then expect well the the, the, the organism is going to survive it i mean well you can get used to it yeah you'll get used to it you'll get used to it all right we are going to have to go we're out of time today but uh, fascinating as always all right so for those of you who have not signed up to our telegram channel get over there get signed up to our telegram channel uh, we're mirroring all of our podcasts we're putting out here every day uh, we're also putting out an exclusive podcast over there once a week so get signed up to us over there also you can see our news feed you can see some of our show prep in there as well some of the things we post in there we also discuss here on the show so uh, yeah get signed up to us over there so you can get access to that also you can drop a comment to us over there get a conversation struck up uh, we do like hearing your feedback so yeah uh, do get signed up to us over there also if you'd like to reach out to us you can do so anytime by dropping us a line at tips at dynamicindependence.com and we would ask you to pass this along to friends family known associates we are trying to grow as much as possible but we do need your help in order to do that so if you could pass this along we would appreciate that we are available everywhere you get your podcast also if you're rating podcast if you give us a rating when you get a chance that would be fantastic as well five stars would be a plus thank you very much all right that will do it for today so thank you for being here today bruce thank you to all the listeners everyone have a great evening